Welcome to Deep Well Astrology. I'm Allison Disler, a psychological astrologer and somatic educator. And in this podcast, we'll explore how astrology can illuminate our embodied consciousness and nourish our soul. Hello, Aquarius rising friends. I feel like I could do a whole podcast series for you right now. As we visit here today, September 15th, 2021, Saturn sits retrograde at seven degrees Aquarius. Jupiter sits retrograde at 24 degrees Aquarius. And for just a little bit of time, you are out of direct square with Uranus, who sits at 14 degrees Taurus. Although, depending on your use of orbs, you may still consider their seven-degree separation in influence of the square. I've been referring to the square aspect as felt friction. As a psychological astrologer, I most often think about the planetary archetypes from an embodied sense, how things might feel psychically or somatically when they are taking place in the natal chart. With this being said, planetary transits can also indicate literal or tangible events occurring, not because the planets are, quote, causing them, but more because they are correlating, appearing together, or signaling each other. Like a clock tells time but does not cause time, planetary signatures reflect the same kind of relationship. If you are an Aquarius rising using the whole sign house system, this means that Saturn has been making a visit and residence in your first house of identity, self, and appearance. The first entryway of Saturn into your first house occurred between March 23rd, 2020 and July 1st, 2020. Think back. In regards to your first house of self, identity, and appearance, what was happening for you during this time? Not only does the first house signify ourself, it also represents birth, including our physical birth and our early sense of belongingness here. With Saturn taking residence in your first house, it is possible one, or a layering of these themes could be co-present. When Saturn transit, it often brings a slowing, heavy, cold, and or structural feeling with it. Themes of containment, slowing down, boundaries, heaviness, and challenging lessons are possible manifestations. I like to think of Saturn as a wise yet unhumored elder who shows up as a companion, like it or not. You can imagine taking a 2.5 to 3 year walk with this being. At times the journey will be slow and you may be restrained from being the you you've always known. But by the end of the walk or the transit, you will have gained in maturity. The function of Saturn is one of slow, sometimes toilsome growth maturity, and revision. So when Saturn visits your first house of identity, self, appearance, and birth, it is possible that any of the following could occur. 
physical vitality or voice in the world feels harder than normal, feeling held back or burdened in expressing or showing your authentic identity, feeling constrained by your self-image or identity, feeling compressed by your appearance or identity, having a slow realization that it's time to grow or mature your identity or appearance, receiving wisdom or lessons around your own physical birth experience. And remember, these are just some possible manifestations to illustrate how Saturn could visit the themes of your first house. From another point, Saturn could even show up as a literal manifestation outside of yourself as an actual roadblock or impediment to your identity. Has there been any Saturnian characters at work or in your life lately? Unhumored folks showing up for long walks? To get a deeper sense of how Saturn is working in your first house, remember back to March 23rd, 2020, through July 1st, 2020, and then contrast that period with the time between July 2nd through December 17th, 2020. In the first part of the year, Saturn crept into your first house and then left and went retrograde for the subsequent months. It is during a planet's first entry into a house where we can catch a first taste of its influence and compare that to when it leaves in brief retrograde. Was there a difference for you in regards to self, identity, or appearance between the first phase, March through July, compared to July through December? Take a moment to reflect. Look back at your journal, emails, text messages. Can you catch a hint of Saturn's entrance? Fast forward to the present moment. You've been walking with Saturn semi-permanently now since December 18th, 2020. It's been nearly a year. How's the walk so far? To give some idea of timing, Saturn will be in your first house till March 8th, 2023. So grab your provisions and check your supply ration. Giving perspective on this journey, is there anything that could support you further on this growing edge with your identity, self, or appearance? Where are your allies? How do you work with constraining energy if getting rid of it is not an option? What is growing or maturing for you? Can you see a longer vision for this work in yourself, your identity? Any Saturn transit is ripe with lessons, work, and some challenge. But this Saturn transit also comes with a unique, innovative, and surprising element. And this is Saturn's direct square moments with Uranus, the innovative, quick, rebellious, surprising, and sometimes unsteadying outer planet. If Saturn is a wise, unhumored elder, 
You might think of Uranus as a pesky younger brother or a distant relative that only shows up to some family functions, but always shakes things up when they do. You catch the drift? Uranus is a slower moving outer planet. So it spins around seven years in a house compared to Saturn's 2.5 to three. Another helpful way to think of Uranus is that it is slow enough to be considered a generational planet. We have cohorts of people with Uranus in a specific sign. Now Uranus is in Taurus and it's been there since May of 2018 and will be there until April of 2026. This means everyone born between these years will carry Uranus in Taurus in their natal charts. But for you, Aquarius rising, what this means is that Uranus is visiting your fourth house of home, private life, ancestry, childhood, and the father. I like to make mention that not all astrologers view the fourth house domain as that of childhood or the father, but I like to consider the fourth house reflecting these possibilities. With Uranus visiting your fourth house, it is possible to experience Uranian energy in one or more of these places. If Uranus signals energy of sudden change, innovations, awakening, new directions, rebellion, surprises, spontaneous insight, and unsteadiness, it is possible that you've already felt or experienced some of this shakeup in one of your fourth house themes. Perhaps you've had a series of sudden insights about your childhood home or father figure. Maybe you've experienced sudden and spontaneous urges to innovate your home or private life. Maybe your private life feels unsteady or is asking for novelty. Maybe your father is rebelling from the family lineage. Can you imagine or note other ways Uranian energy is influencing your fourth house? Take a moment to reflect since May of 2018 into the present. What are the shakeups, surprises, insights, rebellion, or awakenings that you've noticed in reference to your fourth house? So what happens when Saturn and Uranus form a square between your first house in Aquarius and your fourth house in Taurus? Think back a moment. Saturn representing slow, mature growth and lessons in your house of identity and self, and Uranus signifying sudden, spontaneous, unsteady influence in your fourth house. When these two energies meet in a square, there is an inherent friction between them, like two family members at the same dinner table with foundationally different energies, yet both have to stay seated. Take note of the following dates. February 7th, 2021 through February 25th, 2021. June 13th, 2021 
through June 18, 2021. December 24, 2021 through December 30, 2021. October 1, 2022 through October 13, 2022. These are the exact dates where the friction points will be the highest or when the square is exact. When we experience a square between one planet who represents slow, steady growth and maturity and another who holds spontaneous, sometimes surprising energy, we end up in a complex dynamic of energy that can feel almost oppositional. Is it possible to expand into a both and perspective? To notice those first house themes which are feeling slow, constrained, or even burdened, and be with the radical novelty offered by Uranus in the fourth? Or is it possible to take the innovations and radical shifts occurring in the fourth house? and allow it to feed into the maturing wisdom of your first. Reflect on the dates that have already passed and give some attention to those up ahead. How can understanding the Saturn square Uranus energy pattern aid in vision and navigation in this period of time? Until next time, breathe deep, linger long.